welcome. This is Erica Glessing, and you're joining me for a very special episode of the show today. I have an exceptional entrepreneur brand strategist with me today. I really had to work hard to get her on the show, you guys. <laughs> I'm really glad she could take the time and just give us some information. Her name is Elise Archer, and welcome, Elise. It's so good to have you. Thank you so much, Erica. I'm just, I'm so excited to be here. I think we're going to have such a fun conversation and hopefully uh, give people some really good ideas they can start implementing. Well, I'm going to start with something that isn't logical, but what's one of the biggest mistakes people make? Like when they're thinking of their branding or what's one of the things that people just, you just see it time and again, where they just aren't getting it or what are some What's a big mistake people make? Yeah, that's such a good question. I, you know, I think Erica, one of the biggest mistakes people make is when they think about building a personal brand, they kind of immediately jump to more of the visual element of the brand. So let's say somebody decides they're going to build a personal brand. And a lot of times the first thing they think about is, okay, I need a logo. I need a color scheme. I need my Instagram set up. And what happens is it's kind of like you're trying to build a house without having a blueprint. You know, you can create something that maybe looks good, but if there's no substance to the message and if you haven't done the foundational work of getting clear first on what problem you solve, who you solve it for, what your uniqueness is, what your message is, what you're going to actually say and what your business model is going to be, then it really is, it, it ends up being building a very flimsy business. And I see a lot of clients come to us when they may have just invested, some of them invested, you know, tens of thousands of dollars in a website or in um, funnels, but they didn't get clear first on what's the business model, what, how are they going to market, what's their strategy. And so they end up having to redo a lot of work and waste a lot of time and money when if they simply had the blueprint first, and this is the hard thing because it's the disciplined work, it's the non-sexy work, it's the, like behind the scenes work, right? <laughs> that people always? don't see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's not the sexy stuff, right? We'll, we'll be honest. It's, it's doing the hard work of, of yeah. creating that blueprint for what your brand is going to be all about. But when you can go and have your website designed and you know exactly what the copy needs to say, you know exactly what the images need to communicate, you know exactly what the funnels are going to be driving people to and what your business model is going to be. That's when you start to get success and gain traction. Um, and I know for you know a lot of your listeners, it's like we're looking at how do you scale, right? How do you grow? How do you get to that seven figure, multiple seven figure, eight figure level? It's doing that foundational work and having a plan for how you're going to get there from yeah. the beginning. And you know, I want to demystify niche while we're sitting there because what I think what the biggest mistake I see when people are building their own podcast is not taking the time to really picture their perfect listener like really not knowing who is listening. And then it's really challenging to create a beautiful podcast if you don't know like what's keeping your customer up at night. So mm -hmm. why don't you talk a little bit about that? Like the whole, the fear of being, like, I just want to help everyone, like getting over that. Like how can people get over that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Such a good question. And you know, I, I've got a visual that speaks to this that I can send to you to put in the show notes if you want, because I think it'll help um, kind of with the conversation. But we have a, a concept that we call Sheehan's Wall at Brand Builders Group. And we named it after a, he's a consultant named Peter Sheehan, who basically studies brands that rise to the top of their class versus the ones that don't, that stay relatively unknown. 
And what he says is essentially in every industry, you've got an invisible wall. And on one side of the wall, you've got people who are well-known. And on the other side, you've got people who are unknown. And on the side of the unknown, everyone is trying to break through. So they see the opportunity. They see, you know, they've got their, their right. mentors they look up to. They see the podcasts that are just crushing it in their space. And, and they're like, oh, I want to be there. You know, I, I want to be selling books like that person, or I want to have the influence of like that person. And, and the challenge is they kind of, they're sort of trying to break through the wall, but they're never clear enough again on some of those critical questions. Like you said, who is this for? What's the problem I solve for them? How, like, how am I positioned? So they come at the wall, but they bounce at it from all these different angles and they end up having what we call brand dilution where there's never anything that's really like strong enough to break through the wall so the people who do and this is again that behind the scenes that you don't usually see but the people who do break through the wall are the ones who get really focused and they say okay eventually I may be able to talk about everything right I can have a if when my brand is big enough I can have a lifestyle podcast or whatever right now I'm going to go all in building a brand around one thing and they get hyper-focused on who it's for, how they help, what their marketing strategy is going to be. And they go all in. And because of that level of focus, it's just a matter of time with enough clarity, consistency, and velocity that they develop enough power to then break through that wall. And then once you're on the other side, the whole world kind of opens up to you, right? Like someone like a, you know, a Tony Robbins, Tony can talk about lifestyle, health, fitness, uh, family, relationships, money. And he can, because he's Tony. Um, this is the mistake a lot of people make it. It's an easy mistake because you look at someone who's on the other side of the wall and you say, well, they're talking wait, wait, about they everything. They talk about and everything. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, and so that's what we see. That's the funny thing. Like even, um, one of our clients is a podcaster named Lewis Howes and he's built a pretty big personal brand, especially in the podcasting space. But what people don't see is for years behind the scenes, he was building a brand all around LinkedIn and he became the LinkedIn guy and he went all in on that, broke through the wall. And now Lewis can talk about pretty much what he wants or even like, uh, like Gary V. I was just watching a tea with Gary V episode before our, our interview. I had it on the background while I was working. And for people who know Gary V, you know, Gary can talk about marketing and the New York jets and wine and, you know, business and relationships, but he was, you know, he was the wine guy, the wine the wine guy. TV. Yeah. yeah. And so that's always, guy. that's, that's, that's the challenge is you don't see people when they're in the behind the scenes with that focus, but that's what it takes to get to the other side. So what, is, how important is the market? How important is, so if someone wants to go all in, but the topic is so obscure that there's like no searches for it, right? Like, what do you recommend if someone, let's just take, for instance, like pets, mm -hmm. like if they love pets and they are gifted it. So do you, how do you figure out like tying, tying the vision and what they gifted at and knowing what their sweet spot is and knowing what's different about them and who they target? That's great. And then how do you match that with like market need or, or do you even think about that? Yeah, great question. And you do think about that. Um, and, and so there's, there's kind of two different schools of thought on this, right? One is the school of thought of you need to do a lot of market research to see what people think they need first before you start. And then there's also the school of thought that people don't really know what they need necessarily until you tell them. So you want to kind of, <laughs> right? it's like, what's, what's the, uh, what's the, the Henry's <laughs> 
right? He's like, if I'd asked people what they wanted, they, you know, I would have just developed another, it's like a horse and buggy. So, so what you, or he said a faster horse. So what you, I think what you have to do is you have to have, I think you have to have a marriage of the two. So there's six questions that we always have someone ask when they're first starting out the process of building their brand that really help you figure out, you know, how do you match what you're passionate about with what the market actually needs? Um, and I'm, if you like, I'm happy to go through what those questions are. You know what? Um, I think let's make them go find you and find out more for that. But <laughs> that why don't you just tell us a little bit about your business? I mean, it's such a beautiful business. Elise mm -hmm. Archer is an entrepreneur, personal brand strategist, and I love this on your homepage, obsessed with helping you confidently stand out, be visible in your space, and attract your dream client. So mm. why don't you just share a little bit about what people hire you to do and what it's like to work with you? Sure, of course. Yeah, I mean, I would say all of my clients, and I, I work with a team as well, so it's, it's not just me, but um, all of our clients, I think, yes, they absolutely want to grow their business for the most part, but the, the bigger thing is also they have a message or a calling that they feel like, it's kind of like they want to make this dent in the universe and they need to figure out how to do it. So we actually call them mission-driven messengers. Um, so the way that we work with people is it's not just about you know revenue model which a big piece of it is and so we help clients scale to seven and eight figures um but it's also about how can you really live out your life's purpose and your legacy and what you're feeling called to do um and part of why i, I talk about the the helping people confidently stand out is a lot of my own backstory uh come from years of just struggling with a lot of insecurities i struggled with an eating disorder through my teens and 20s just very insecure about how i looked and what people thought of me and um, really overcoming that and learning to own my own voice and be confident in who I am and what I'm all about. And it's interesting now um, working with my clients. I mean, we have uh, such a range. So we've got a lot of people who are more starting out in the side hustle mode. And then we've got some of the biggest personal brands in the world are our clients. And it doesn't, it doesn't seem to matter where someone is at in these private conversations a lot of times these questions or struggles of insecurity or who's going to want to listen to me or why does what I have to say matter versus, you know, I've heard a hundred other people say it this week. And so to me, the part that I really love is helping people own their voice and feel so great about how they show up, how they, um, their image, how they, you know, how they serve the world. Like that piece really lights That's me up. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, how important is Instagram? Um, okay. There's a curveball. I, I think it depends on who your market is. <laughs> maybe some context for the question, maybe. <laughs> well, you know, you're talking a like, where do people put their energy, you know, and they're trying to yeah. move from one side of the wall to the other. Yeah. And I thought about Lewis house and I thought about some of the people who really crushed it with Instagram yeah. and I'm like huh and I'm not an Instagrammer and I'm so curious about it because it seems like it is pretty important to be able to do whatever the flavor of the month is in the social media or flavor of the year mm. <laughs> you know it's it's a good it, yeah it's a great question and I think uh, I hear uh, a lot of love-hate relationship with a lot of the social platforms, including, and maybe especially Instagram and my client conversations. But here's what I would say is I think it goes back to being really clear on 
who your client is and what they need from you. Because if you're selling to like most of my background was selling to like corporate sales leaders. Um, I did sales coaching for years. I sold marketing and advertising. Instagram wasn't that important. Yeah. LinkedIn um, is way better. It was all LinkedIn and gosh, yeah. it was so much easier then. I mean, yeah. that for me. And then when I, yeah. excuse me, when I started to get more into the personal branding space, all of a sudden Instagram mattered more. And I was like, oh my God, okay, <laughs> I got to do this. And so, I mean, I'll be honest to this day, I do it because it's important to have a presence there. Right. It's not, it's not my primary business right. source because a lot of my clients are still a little more of that like professional services type of feel just because of how I built my brand before. Um, yeah. So I, I think before on any platform, before you spend a lot of time or energy investing in it, like mm -hmm. figure out where your people are right. and then be there. Right. And, and everything that you've said so far points to not really making huge, huge, anytime that you hear anyone say you have to do this, that you don't do that. You go back and you say, what's my strategy? What's yeah. my strategy for my brand, right? That's it. Looks it. Like and a I lot of what you guys believe in is customized plans. You have to, right? I mean, you, you have to, because if you follow the herd, if you do the same thing everybody else is doing that, you're going to lose, right? And, and so this is actually so much of like what our business is based on and our philosophy is it's to figure out how are you different? What's your uniqueness, right? Like Larry Wingett has a great quote. He says, the key is to find your uniqueness and exploit it in the service of others. It's not to do what everybody else is doing. There's always someone who's going to be better than you at what you do. And there's always someone who's going to be worse than you. So you can't play that I'm going to do this better game today. It just doesn't work. You've got to figure out how are you different right. and, and then how can you use that to help other people? I so taking the time to actually think critically before you, uh, before you go following the herd will make oh. a big difference today. It's been so great having you. It's just been a joy. It felt, it felt like one and a half minutes, but <laughs> I love that. Why don't you just tell everyone, anyone who missed it before I'm talking with Elise Archer and uh, why don't you just share with us how people can reach you and, and find out more. Sure. Well, thank you so much, Erica, for having me on. This is just, you're fun. You're so much fun to talk to. And I, uh, I had a great time. So one of the things that I would love to give to your audience is for anyone who's listening and is like, you know what, I do want to build my brand. I want to get some strategy and some help with how I can stand out, how I can figure out my uniqueness, how I can grow, um, and grow my business and create online revenue streams. And a lot of people are trying to figure that out right now. Um, or just how they can really make their greatest impact in the world. Uh, would love to offer a, what we call a free brand strategy call to anyone who's listening. And it's just a conversation with one of my team members, my other fellow brand strategists who can help you really map out your roadmap and what you're going to be doing and how to get there. And so, um, love just, we just like meeting people and connecting with people. So if someone wants to get that, they can go to freebrandcall.com slash EA. So freebrandcall.com slash EA, and they can get their free brand strategy call. And then I'm on pretty much all social at Elise Archer um, if they want to connect with me anywhere else. Perfect. Thanks so much yeah. for coming. Thank you, Erica. I had a blast.